0: What if when Joe's Fred set up, we set up an elaborate murder scene for one of us. We're like, you got to help us chop Eric up real quick. If there's a fucking accident, he can't get caught like this. The ocean's right there. We got to go.
1: Okay. <laughs> if you're tuning in to Dork Dynasty right now in place of your standard Rob and Joe show episode, what we're currently working on has nothing to do with video games, but could quite possibly be the backstory to a Silent Hill game. Yes. Maybe a Resident <laughs> Evil survival horror adventure. Something, as by the time you listen to this episode, February 14th, happy Valentine's Day. Hey. all Hey. Uh, all you video game lovers out there, we know all y'all want to fuck Tika from Final Fantasy. <laughs> we are currently trying to figure out. A few days prior to us going to Ocean City, what to do when a group of interlopers, outsiders, unknown, descend upon our birthday celebration in Ocean City. Uh, There will be follow ups to this plot. But uh, Chris, you got to kind of hear this both barrels for those, by the way. Listening to this program for the very first time. Yeah, this is the first time the R and J
0: show gets or the DLP agendas, folks. Yes, the the, as I like to call them, the free agendas uh, are listening to us for the first time.
1: I wanted to drop the L out of it and just keep it that type of agenda (laughs) and just talk about that the whole time. (laughs) I wanted to call it the DP agenda, and they're like, "No." So if we do do a sex podcast, (laughs) we will remove the L i am justin from the dlp agenda justin scott and spiegel on 98 rock my friend eric woodworth from die laughing productions laugh finder podcast as well as the quality time podcast you can hear him on 98 rock intermittently and our dear friend from hearst corporate management this guy (laughs) is my shaman at the office this man is my personal security and one of the only people i can rely on in this world he is chris carlheim and we thank you for enjoying this dork dynasty. This is going to be a slightly more extended one yeah. than you guys will usually get. Uh, usually these things can be anywhere from 40, 45. Sometimes we go an hour. Who knows? But this is something that's usually behind a paywall that we wanted to give you for free in place of the usual DLP agenda slash Rob Joe show. Because as you listen to this tonight, if it is the 14th, uh, the boys and I are at Mugubi's. Joe House doing our new murder mystery in 2023 for Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, again, Chris, circling back around, mm-hmm. you got to hear some of our plans for Joe, mostly his wife's poor, unsuspecting friends that are about to wander into a booby trap of narcotics and fuckery. Yeah. Uh, any ideas as to what we should do to these poor people?
2: I mean, most of what you said was pretty on brand for the two of you, so none of it was shocking. Uh, uh, I I like the, there was a a similar idea of, uh, with a sound happens, like then somebody starts freaking out. I was thinking if a sound happens, someone just immediately starts jerking off. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. Not a bad idea. How about this? Let me meet you in the middle. Okay. If that's rated R, let me hit PG-13 again, (laughs) just to give full context. I am having a birthday party kind of weekend at Ocean City, Joe's Place. Out of nowhere, like six people we've never met are coming by. Yeah. And they're going to be coming by in the middle of Woodstock 2023. Yeah. And Hendrix is on stage shredding. All of us are wearing skeleton onesies, mm-hmm. like the villains from the first Karate Kid movie. Yeah. Gold light-up sneakers, like we're one of the goddamn Jabberwockies. but if you bought it from Wish. And yeah. we're gonna be full of various things that if we were police officers, we wouldn't be allowed to be police officers. So they're gonna wander in there. <laughs> Eric had a brilliant idea to where when they come in, we float a rumor. Eric, what was the rumor that we float?
0: That like, okay, you just, just tell tell them they're like, hey, Eric can't hear like a any Eric's, type of loud Eric's clap. Some shit. He's uh he went to he went to Iraq, not as a soldier, but he went there to get boy pussy. And <laughs> what happened yeah. was he, he got he got the trafficker turned on him, turned him out, but anytime he hears the thunderclap, uh it takes him right back to that traumatic experience. And yeah. then we set it up so that they have to hold something that will make that sound and then I fucking flip.
1: It's a birthday party. Yeah, yeah. We hand them a balloon. Yeah. Tommy comes up. Pops pops the balloon. <laughs> But instead of me withdrawing myself and then probably going to prison, mm-hmm. I just bust right right then. Like, I just, in my pants, I fall to the ground, dramatic orgasm. I mean, I just flood my britches with cum. I just, <laughs> I mean, I come up with some sort of like, is there such a thing in movies as a cum squib? Like, when you get yeah, shot squib. in a film. A just, with on a band name. It just but sounds like was, you're like, cracking you a white a claw every
0: time, you, but it's coming from your. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a spray of jizz from the
1: inside. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah, so that, that one left that an exit wound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we might do. Is we're gonna fling it out there. Oh, that Eric Eric got human trafficked. He's on the other side of it. It's
0: been a long time. Hold on. Let's say just for the hypothetical one of the people's name is Justine and we just say man every time I hear the name Justine I think about my ex-girlfriend and you just the, the nut thing every time you hear a name just gets bigger and bigger through the night until it's just it's just a khaki stain of fucking pure, pure mayonnaise to your kneecap. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> And you know what I wanted to kind of front sell for a subsequent mm-hmm. upcoming episode of Dork Dynasty is sex in video games. Yeah. Everything from Leisure Suit Larry back in the day to the Golgo 13 NES lovemaking scene all the way to various Bon Mots in the Grand Theft Auto universe. To whatever fucking All the fucking way up t- to today's big news with The Witcher 3 next-gen upgrade. Oh? Has anybody here seen... The next gem, Xbox One X, PS5, Labia Majora, Menorah Accurate Vaginas in The Witcher 3 no. that have been added to the game. They are dead. Ass legitimate. China Kotaku is. has it. I think IGN might have it.
0: Hold on, I'm I'm image searching these these twats right quick. Get a look
1: too. real quick. Like I think Kotaku, K O T A K U. <laughs> it's a uh, little less movie, little more anime hentai. Has the article. It was released. Looks like The Witcher's next gen update has added realistic vaginas, fully formed um, labia, as what they say.
0: Okay, and, I like the shadowing on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at those wow. things. They are legitimate busses. <laughs> I get, so, I could get
0: down on this. I mean, yeah. I've never I've never jerked off to cur- cartoons and stuff before, but this is getting pretty close. This That's is... why we're going to
1: have Tommy Simbazo on as a guest sometime soon. Oh, have you seen the action.
0: game Hiddy's playing right now?
1: Dude, okay, give me some context. <laughs> could you do me a favor? <laughs> yeah. For Chris Carlheim's sake, could you please send him the image to his cell phone? Let me see. If and I, I need Chris, this. I need you to process this because it's so funny you say this. Tommy Simbazo, people think he's a comedian. He's one of your co hosts on Laugh Finder. You hear him on JSS, as for- well as Die Laughing. Bussy member. He, he is, he goes to places in the internet that Joe Robinson gives me a lot of credit for having really visited the back alleys of the web. But Tommy has explored the Underverse. He knows so much worse. Tommy has been to places on the internet that I've never even dreamt of. And Chris, I thought of you. Because you are a guy that, again, we're getting a lot of new people for the first time. Free episode here. Welcome to Dork Dynasty. Uh, Chris is famous, if you're just catching up on Dork Dynasty, for not playing what you'd call mainstream games. Correct. I'm playing The Witcher Eric might be playing Apex Legends and Chris will be playing the free downloadable game Genital
2: Jousting. Oh, uh, it's, it's $2.99. Check's Quest was free. Okay, so that's right. You. He
1: played a game that was free with trail dicks, <laughs> you fucking psycho! <clears throat> and a $3 game involving jousting dicks. So Tommy is playing this 8 bit side scroller yeah. that looks like Metroid.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's a Metroid esque game where you play a uh a a naked topless woman and instead of when you get to like let's say in legend of zelda or something where you get to somebody who gives you an upgrade there's a lady yeah. or something on top of a treasure chest sometimes it has tits and a dick sometimes it's tits and a vagina and it usually comes into your mouth or squirts juice into you and that's how you Jesus. get your upgrade or sometimes you f- you <laughs> fuck it in the ass and then that and then it disappears yes. and then all of a sudden you're like ooh, just got another power up and the comments on I can Steam do a for... double
1: jump because i got dp yes <laughs> exactly
0: that's the game and there was somebody who commented on the thread of this game they were like the only he's like the biggest problem with this game is they had to make it two-handed to play <laughs>
1: <laughs> why can't i play this with a classic atari 7800 controller i
0: need control. a free hand
1: uh um, chris what do you what are you thinking there
2: so that you've written and what you sent me that the crab thing is I think peeing into the girl's mouth. And yes, when yes. When he's finished, he he gets a plus twenty four percent maximum mana for peeing into the or for for taking the pee into her mouth. Do you yes. guys hear that in the Which background makes, right now? Makes yeah. Do you hear sense. that? Yeah,
1: that's the sound. That's the sound of Patreons getting purchased. <laughs> that's- that's, that's the sound of Patreons getting rung up. I, I was going to turn my
2: computer on over here. Okay, there it see, is. And because, I, I might buy this game. Um, of, geez, <laughs> of course you would. No, I saw that game. I'm like, I
1: know, I know that if Chris hasn't played this, he's going to. But it's right up his alley. Because it's weird as fuck. Yeah. It is weird as shit, which brings me to something we could talk about. We discussed uh, prior to the show, and again, Sex and Games, Next Dork Dynasty. Mm -hmm. We were discussing remakes and updates and relaunches of stuff that... uh, The big one right now is the Dead Space remake. It is a remake. It's an update of a classic horror PlayStation 3 video game that I'm currently about, I'm going to say eight or nine hours into and it is just it's beautiful sci-fi john carpenter style horror thing meets ghosts of mars meets alien meets event horizon it's developed by visceral games published by electronic arts visceral games uh basically known for some of the battlefield series dead space one two and three and we'll get into that in a second could you could you do An updated... I was thinking of this because, Eric, you got me playing High on Life. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is done by basically the same team as uh, Rick and Morty. And if they don't do a full release of the fake game at the beginning of Uh, that game, (laughs) they're costing themselves money. It's your divorce lawyer. And these are all the guys your wife is fucking intergalactically. It's one of the funniest things. Give those guys, if High on Life does as well as I think it's going to give them the Leisure Suit Larry IP. Oh, yeah, they would crush that. With that same engine, same everything, could you see a Leisure Suit Larry relaunch, remake, update in an era where people are now used to sex and violence and gore? And I mean, if anybody's played the horror game Outlast, which I consider to be the pinnacle of survival, you know there's some very unexpected sodomy in that game. I could see people getting into it and having fun with it in modern gaming time yeah
0: i think we can use a new leisure suit larry um i'd like to base him off the chris or Steve-O and throw him in the leisure suit role have him go to strip clubs i think you start off as as Chris Restivo and you have to build yourself into leisure suit Larry. So you start at the club, you have no money, your dad drove you there. You have to convince other people to buy you drinks and stripper's drinks. Fuck, and then move up and upgrade yourself in life and basically just swindle your way to a win. Um, I like of the, first the idea
1: bosses that you face is giving one a ride and then having them stay the night and lose their mind in your apartment? Yes, <laughs> that could be that could be one of the first bosses. Is being like, wow, this one really likes me, and then it turns out she's just a fucking psychopath and comes at you with a butter knife you, in the middle. You have life.
0: to the first side mission before, like the first mini game, is you take a stripper back and you have to save her from ODing on fentanyl because you <laughs> don't, and you have to you have to flag down a car to drive you to the hospital <laughs> in time. Like, <laughs> stay awake, stay awake, stay awake. It's gonna be it's fine. A serious, it's like
1: a series of like button presses when you play track and field back in the yes. day and have to mash the buttons. You have to mash the buttons hard enough to get the hand to wave, to get an EMT to pull over, to drive you there. Chris, you've played a lot of classic games. You're always a Nintendo kid. You're a PC kid. In light of the Dead Space remake, in like of the Final Fantasy remake, I know that there's going to be a couple of other remakes that are coming up down the line that... Escape me off! The, oh, there's a Resident Evil 4 remake that's going to get a full overhaul, VR, everything like that. Give me a game from back in the day that you would love to see get the full triple A remake.
2: So I, I I know it hasn't been leaked yet, and it's not like GameCube 2, I promise. Uh, but Final Fantasy 9, they're supposed to remake, um, uh, remaster, not remake. I would like to see Penny Racers re, uh, remade. You ever play Penny Racers for Nintendo? I'm gonna fucking
1: disconnect your feed. I'm gonna fucking disconnect
2: <laughs> your feed. I am gonna.
1: Su- I'm gonna somehow. I'm gonna hack into your goddamn connection. Why? What's wrong I'm with Penny, penny Racers? Penny Racers. You ever play Penny, penny racers? racers? Yes. Yes, penny I know racers. Penny Racers. Chris, oh my god. Okay, <laughs> tell, me, tell me. Okay, for those that don't know Penny Racers, bring them up to speed on Penny Racers. Yes. Which I believe was in like. The late 90s? Uh,
2: 98, I think it I was
1: part of... And man, this is me knowing a little bit too much about mm-hmm. Japanese video games. Was it a United States relaunch of the Koro Q series? I which don't... was a tiny, miniature, super deformed... Hold on. Yes. This is all kind of coming into perspective here real quick. Mm-hmm. You're excited about Final Fantasy IX, yes. which had... Little tiny miniature elven people. Yes. You want a remake of Penny Racers, yeah. which took little tiny miniature elven shrunken down cars. Correct. Yeah. Is this Does just this because. Have,
0: is this because you're just so tall and large? This is your fantasy to be tiny? I just want to be a be, midget. You just
1: <laughs> want to get remade as a little bird? I think you want to be remade as a dwarf. I would you, love I to I think be this remade is you projecting, as because for those that aren't familiar with the program, uh, Chris is a taller fella. Yeah. So I think. I think you're, you're living through these remakes that you're hoping the same way that I fell in love with Transformers. Mm -hmm. I don't know the story Mm -hmm. because my dad loved cars and I wanted to turn into a Camaro. So he'd love me. That's literally psych psychologically talking to a therapist was in, he spent all his time in the garage. And I said, man, if I could just be a Trans Am, Mm. he'd love me. And then I saw this television show and I'm like, well, that's the path I have to take. You you want to be super deformed and petite. So,
2: every like uh, role playing game I've ever played, I'm always the dwarf or the gnome. I I never play the tall character. Probably you're we've probably tapped into something here. Yeah. But, uh. I, yeah. We have to. Have. Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: no way both games that you bring up immediately feature super deformed versions of regular shit.
2: Yeah. You being
1: one of my, my taller friends.
2: My favorite character in Dragon Ball Z was Krillin, who was short and little.
0: Interesting Wow Yeah Man You didn't go with I kid trunks Or go tents <laughs>
2: Yeah This
1: has something to do with like Some deep seated body issues This is yeah. sad
0: Yeah I can't wait till like 2040 <laughs> When we meet up with Chris We've all gone our separate ways And uh Hopefully not But if let's say In this alternate universe And we finally see Chris again And he's body modified himself To be <laughs> like Hank Hill's dad <laughs> Like his feet yeah. <laughs> He's removed himself From the knee down And his feet are
1: just there now He's like Yeah got I got shortened up <laughs> yeah i got starfish surgery his arms past the elbow are off his legs past the knees are off and i'm and still six foot like this, this goofy little starfish character i finally feel beautiful and, in the world life, and he just cartwheels up and down the street like a freak jesus man
2: so,
1: oh that so, is wow
2: so, you just okay. you
0: just want to go from groot to baby groot i gotcha <laughs> yeah
2: We'll, we'll, yes. edit, we'll edit that out, and uh, uh, I'll just say pass. How about oh. that? No, 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 it stays no, in. Absolutely
1: not. No, we don't. That, that's one thing on Dork oh, we no, we do I not do. We do not edit. Gut shit. Yeah, including Eric being human trafficked boy pussy <laughs> during the Iraq war. Which we came out so you know, I come, at that. I
0: come for the good bits, man.
1: I come for the good shit. <laughs> Give me one, Eric, a game that you remember from either recent memory or deep in your past that you say – Give me that Final Fantasy, give me right. that Resident Evil remake treatment.
0: I'll give I, I'll give you I'll give you two two games. These are the ones I'd remake and I've spent many hours playing both of these games and I love them. Uh, the lesser known of the two is a Super Nintendo title and it is the first installment of it and it's a game called Act Razor. And if you never oh, played Act Razor,
1: legendary.
0: I game. I swear not a lot of people know about Act Razor. That was one of the
1: it's first a NES titles. It was a yeah. side scrolling hack and slash Plus a SimCity simulator. Exactly. And it was excellent. It was one of the sleeper launch titles for the system but an amazing game.
0: Yes, and I just love that. I feel like you they made an Actraiser 2 that was like purely side-scrolling and wasn't good, because the world building in between you getting into that side-scrolling fight is what really was the meat and potatoes of the game. And it was cool to raise a whole little mini-civilization that also, as a 12-year-old boy, uh, and maybe was a bit of a narcissist as he learned later in his life, uh, liked being worshipped as a god in it. So that it's a really cool game, and I feel like we could really step this up and uh, have it changed to, to modern day times. My other one is just, it, it combines a lot of things in my life and from the 80s and 90s that I just fu- completely fucking love. Um, it's a game called Smash TV. And Smash TV could use a reboot so hard. I mean, with the technology we have now, just giving that thing a nice facelift with some extra upgrades and maybe like a new feature or two to be able to like swing around the board faster in certain situations. I would fucking love that.
1: Can I float an idea (laughs) for a Smash TV modern day remake upgrade that I would love? I think you've been playing occasionally the Final Fantasy. Excuse me, a Friday the Thirteenth online game. I got real deep into that. Dead by Daylight.
0: I, I, you know, I've never gotten into the Dead by Daylight because I couldn't get other friends to want to play with me. I am familiar with the series. But you know the concept.
1: Imagine a four-player Smash TV, five-player online, four game show contestants. One guy is Mutoid Man, the boss. Yes. On the tank treads. That would rule so hard. And it's for your buddies co-op. I would love to, A, make Smash TV remake, four players, and then an option to have a boss battle where one of you gets to play the boss in that tiny room yes and try and take out all of your friends.
0: Even that even if it was even if there wasn't a a player option where you get to be these, a massive campaign where you got to play through all these and having co op friends to do a Smash TV type game and like a a, you know Left for Dead style format even would be fucking phenomenal, man. Can you
1: imagine extending the thing? Imagine this. It's got um running man style vibes with that game. But instead of just sticking to the television studio, you could finish the game. You bust out the studio doors, and you are now in the city, yeah. where the police force is then after you, and you are now trying to escape. You have smashed out of the TV studio, and you're trying to escape the city, Left for Dead style, but overhead. Yeah, and oh my God, you could have you could have RPG elements to that, where you actually play the producer of the TV show to. If you add more traps or different types of enemies or conditions for your friends to go through, your ratings go up. Can you get higher TV ratings for some of the things you put other contestants to do? Like, like almost like a Halo Forge map builder. Yeah, you could build television horror theme show game shows for other people to play, and depending on their ratings, you got TV ratings which could unlock more weapons and traps and enemies and boss types. Absolutely, I, I would kill kill for a smash tv update that is one of the games by the way that if they were smart and i'm worried that they're going out of business arcade one up they're the people that make my home arcade basement machines you've got a few of them yourself i got a pair yeah. i have wanted them to do a midway machine with and they have the midway license they've done um terminator 2 so they're obviously working with some of the old mm-hmm. midway properties to do a smash tv total carnage cabinet Twin stick style, yeah. I would kill for that. An arcade perfect Smash TV because none of the home systems got close to it. Yeah, Super it, Nintendo was okay. That Genesis was the thing one about Smash TV.
0: It had that. It had a different control set. It was like a. Yeah. It was like a asteroids almost, but with little people. You had to have the double joystick and like and yeah. that. I like that because you could move one way and you could shoot in any direction at the same time. It was steering and, and shooting. Admittedly, the SNES great.
1: version was pretty great because you could use. The D-pad to steer a character, mm-hmm. and the X, Y, A, B each fired in a separate direction. So it gave you twin stick style feel, but it just didn't have a. It didn't have the gore of the. I mean, that was yeah. a rated R. Just melted people
0: game. in front of you, like no now, yeah, now, now, a now, toy now, Man's
1: head exploding and gore shooting. I'd buy You'd that for a grain. dollar. <laughs> oh yes, I mean, it really was. Paul Verhoeven, RoboCop, and yeah. Running Man. I God, what a great game. Another one that I would like to see remade, uh, same era, 16-bit, was, does anyone remember playing Herzog Zui, an original Mm -hmm. Sega Genesis title that was before Command & Conquer, and they put it on a lot of compilations, where it was a base-building game where you had a main avatar that could fly around the map like a jet, or could land, become a mech, and you and your friend could build bases and then use those resources of the bases to attack each other's bases, or you had your own avatar that you could attack each other with. And it was not a Sega Genesis launch title, but it was an early title, and it was excellent. I haven't played original. this, but this looks
0: badass. It does look like Herzog's a Command Conquer-type style game here.
1: Now, it's not a remake, but it almost feels like an inspired by Herzog's Wii. Have either one of you guys see the upcoming 2023 quarter four? It's a PC game, and I think it's going to be one of the first games to almost require a 3090 graphics card. It's called Outpost Infinity Siege. And they say it's like Command & Conquer meets Titanfall, four-player co-op, base builder, where you're beset upon by thousands, and I mean thousands, thousands of fucking enemies. God, yeah. Dude, this looks like World War Z. (laughs) It, Outpost Infinity Siege, seems to be a spiritual successor to Herzog's Wii, where you can control a character, just go into the fight, start capping fools, or you retreat back and start to build your base up and let the enemies come to you. So you can either play the soldier or play the general, but it's full-blown war. And it looks incredible and apparently... The graphics requirements on this thing, you're gonna have to actually Ooh. human traffic that ass overseas to be able to afford enough money to get a PC. Ooh, I'm back in Iraq again. <laughs> yeah, we have to go back no, we gotta slings pussy over in Afghanistan <laughs> again. Some of this boy pussy.
0: No, this yeah, looks Chris, amazing. What,
1: what yeah. is that? Um, what is the the power of that PC over your left shoulder? To my right, your it's left. What is a thirty ninety? You got a thirty ninety in that piece. Yeah proud of you mm, yeah How, uh, what's the mo- see but that's confusing to me because the games
2: you play uh-huh. you could usually run on a fucking etch-a-sketch well I so mean, some of the games most the games you i are play pr- are 2d but i have it because i do a lot of uh, uh work non-work stuff on it got so, it okay so video processing yeah. and i play the 2d processing. games
0: but i like to watch them at a 360 <laughs> frame rate <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes
1: i like to watch 8k 120 frame castlevania symphony of the night
2: i've been playing uh the first final fantasy pixel remastered so now the pixels are prettier i guess oh
1: i bet there's smoke coming out of the back of that bitch <laughs> it's that's like it. someone's revving up a dodge charger when you're playing <laughs> legacy of the wizard in that thing when you're playing fucking fax anadu from nintendo on that motherfucker
2: <laughs> sometimes yeah. i wish i was less weird but, you know, No, I feel, no. I, no, this, no. Is... this is the mainstream stuff, <laughs> you... and
1: you'll play the homebrew Escape from Epstein's Island 8-bit.
0: <laughs> uh-oh, first step, can you escape the White Temple?
1: <laughs> Ooh, uh-oh, you've reached the cliffs. Turn back or dive into the water. <laughs> so word. another game that I would love to see get remade is that as much as I love the Final Fantasy series on... Your your Nintendo platforms and they moved to the PlayStation. Sega had their own series of role-playing games that eventually went online, but I missed their standard Japanese RPG style. It was the Fantasy Star games. Yeah, Fantasy those are great. Fantasy Star one, two, three, and four. Great classic 16-bit games. They did this. Is, this is something I'm I'm curious about with remakes, how you feel. That they did a for the for example, Dead Space. It's been remade, it's gorgeous. They have changed some of the level layout. I'm not going to get into the minutiae if you never played it, but in the older One, 2000-whatever, PlayStation 3, Dead Space, a lot of backtracking. They had this underground railway subway system that basically masked loading time so you can get from one area to the other. Well, with these new, more powerful systems, they've been able to mitigate that and you can much more easily traverse this space station. It's called a quality of life improvement. They made quality of life improvements to where you have much you have a much easier time playing the game as games have evolved. I bought the Sega Genesis Mini 2, and it's one of the ones that have a compilation of a bunch of old games, but they have made updates to some of these old games, in particular, Space Harrier 2, which is where you're flying in the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. They added 16-bit graphic scaling to it, which the Genesis wasn't capable of. Its hardware could not scale graphics the way the Super Nintendo could. And they said, fuck it. This is a new system. We're going to add it. And it's wild. It looks like an upgraded Sega Genesis Space Harrier. And for Fantasy Star 2, which comes on it, they've added a quality of life easy mode where the battles, the overhead random battles, aren't nearly as frequent, your characters are more powerful, and you can save anywhere. So it does update it, but some people, they think that the... Um, you're taking away from the original experience if you do that. Part mm-hmm. of it was having to fight these awful battles some of it was not being able to save anywhere some of it was, you know, having to play through some of the original. Yeah,
0: triggers. but I mean, look—you look at the same. The same argument could be made with like an original Resident Evil, where you had to the, the, tank, the, controls. the tank controls and the, the fact that you had to have ink thing, ink, ink ribbons to save your game. So every time you did something, you couldn't just, oops, maybe I need to save this until yeah. I do something more than this right now. Yeah. Um. But in retrospect, now nah, it's be- It's really just better to make it an achievement, and you get a better rating if you save less. So that's, that's I like
1: that way idea. Better. Being like, hey. Hey, do you, you know? want to play a classic style? You want to say get ribbons? It was a save mm-hmm. feature in Resident Evil. Or do you want quality of life and just save wherever, enjoy the game? Because there were there were games I gave up on back in the day that I couldn't finish for whatever reason. Yeah, or that until... was just so fucking hard. You
0: know how many games that, that I beat in my 30s because I had a PSP that I had put an emulator on and the fact that it had a save state where I could yeah. just play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and I could play one good round against Mike Tyson and be like, okay, let me save state this and then let me do round two after I've had an amazing round one over <laughs> Yes. Like, like that is I got is no so problem crap. with
1: that. Especially with a lot of these things being remakes and updates of old games. Most people that have played them are going to play these new ones, have played the old one. So they just want a great experience this time. Like with this new Resident Evil 4 update, it's it, this is minutiae here, but there is a stage where a young girl is being run off with by Eric. And no, it's a young girl <laughs> is being taken by a villager, and you have to chase after her, and you could not use your knife to stab him, get her back, and escape. You had to use your gun, and ammo was limited. And this Mm -hmm. one they've now updated. You can run up to them, stab them in the neck, pull it out, grab her. And it it was a small but significant complaint that people had about it that I'm actually looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the game even more than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we move on, can anybody think of anything else, any other game (laughs) that you look back and go – Here's a, God, I would, I would kill to have a new version of that.
0: You know, I really loved the characters from this game. Now there was a better game that was that was made after this in a uh, uh, Soul Caliber. And uh, and uh, and then later, Soul Edge was uh, its predecessor. Oh, yeah. But there was another game for PlayStation called Battle Arena Toshinden. And Man, that game w- was a
1: piece of shit. I that, low-key that key loved it. I fucking love that game. I that game it. was a graphical <laughs> powerhouse. There's okay, so- I was a Sega kid, mm-hmm. and I fucking loved the Saturn. And Virtual Fighter looked like shit. Yeah, but it played a million times uh, better. So
0: much better. Than, but but. but Toshinden looked great it did it was beautiful for its time and you know what I like some of the the character building and stuff like that why not give it an update why not give it a chance with what we have it today look
1: good and play as good as it mm-hmm. looked. now thank or God how I uh, breathe the sigh of relief as a Sega kid when Virtual Fighter 2 came out and you're like ah looks good plays good but God, Toshinden, oh. my friend Pete convinced me he loved it. Who's was a floaty piece of fuck.
0: Um, how about this? How about this? Um, I'll take back a Toshinden 3. I thought of a much better one. Give me a fucking new Power Stone game for Christ. Oh, for Christ, give yes. me another Power Stone. Because- Power
1: Stone was amazing. A 3D Three quarter head overhead, Capcom Arena Brawler. Yes, where you could fight each other one on one. You had machine guns out of nowhere, or you could just rip up a telephone pole and, and cave someone's head. Yes. in Yes,
0: it was. You know what it was? It was the honestly, it's the better version of Smash Brothers. It really, it really is. Was.
1: Yeah, it was a better Smash Brothers. Yes, I would kill for a new one of those. I I got another one I could think of off the top of my head. That's more of a genre than a remake, but Chris. Give me another one and give me Nightmares because I can see the smile dancing across your man ass looking face. What? What is... Give me a game <laughs> that Eric and I yes. have never heard of and they only let people play in psychiatric institutes to calm them before supper. Oh.
2: <laughs> Fuck. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I was going to say something normal, but... No. I'll, no. I'll, I- say... What you want to say? Yeah. Lead with your heart. Sonic Spinball. Oh! Cut the feed. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. Come on! I have have updated graphics of Sonic Spinball, like full, instead of like that little box that you get, even on my giant like screen for my PC. I could see like the rest of the rest of the arena. Oh, so it doesn't have to like a surprise. Yeah.
1: I knew one kid in my neighborhood, Robert Hartman that played Sonic Spinball, and he loved it. Mm -hmm. And here's what set Robert Hartman aside. Mm -hmm. His mom didn't let him come to school once, and he just didn't show up. It was Mm -hmm. sixth grade. And she found a box of dead snakes under his bed. Is that weird? (laughs) He collected dead snakes. And she found them because she smelled snakes hmm. and he they found in Robert and I remember cuz I had to stay I had to spend the night at his house once with my friend JD and he had a booger wall next to his bed which hell was yeah, gross yeah. where the bed met the wall it was just textured in boogers <laughs> and then later on when we kind of floated apart he was pulled out of school because his mom found that he was Ed Gaines style collecting dead snakes and he loved Sonic Spinball <laughs> weird... yeah. right. That tracks. Yeah. That oh, tracks. God. I, I, I,
2: I, so I have to throw away my box of dead snakes is what you're yes, you Yes, you got to okay. give them. Okay. No, yeah, yeah.
1: no, you don't. No, you don't. If this episode garners 10, count them, 10 new Patreon subscribers, yeah. you're going to win Chris's dead snake box. Okay? And Chris will personally deliver it to your house, and he'll stay with you for four days. That he won't true. sleep. He'll just stand in the corner like the end of the Blair Witch farting for
2: 96 hours straight
0: oh god just staring god there damn
2: uh, so,
0: sonic spinball what would you do to upgrade a sonic spinball uh, uh is the, it...
2: the graphics like, instead of being like whatever the 16 go to thir- 32 cartridge in half i mean <laughs> maybe so <The> I, <laughs> <Sonic Spinball. laughs> you know i was actually thinking this is gonna be weirder so sorry um <laughs> Do you ever play a game? Give me a
1: hundred guesses. I never say (laughs) Sonic Spinball. For those that aren't aware, everybody knows Sonic the Hedgehog, two movies, Jim Carrey. He's the villain. Everybody knows Eggman, Robotnik. Didn't God. Sonic
0: Spinball come free with Sonic and Knuckles? Like, it, they just gave it to you? I feel like I never bought it, but I owned I think Sonic Spinball. if you Spinball. went
1: GameStop and you could count to ten, they'd give you a copy. <laughs> they were like, yeah. can you Let's, take this? Just, here you go. So That's why Will it took me two years anything? to save
2: up to count yeah. to ten. If you
1: mailed in one Milky Way
2: wrapper, <laughs> they sent you one. Yeah. Like, here you go. Did you guys ever play a game with your sibling that you didn't necessarily want to play, but you had to help them beat? Like, I have a sister. Oh, she, okay. She played, like, three games. Uh, uh, one was uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. I couldn't okay. help with that.
1: Loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh,
2: one was Harvest Moon 64. I couldn't help okay. with that either. Uh, and the third was this game called Barbie Riding Club. And uh, <laughs> she couldn't beat the final boss, which was racing another horse. And I it took me a solid, I don't know, four or five tries to beat that game. So what okay. I'm saying is...
1: here. I, I cut I cut Chris's feed now he can't he can't hear this Eric he, and you're Eric new to the program you're learning about Chris Chris doesn't have a sister Chris Chris does not have a sister Chris would put on a blonde wig and he would raise his voice and he would just call himself Christina and would play the Barbie horse racing game and and, and when he was done, he'd take the wig off. Now he doesn't he doesn't know that I know this, but I spoke with his pediatrician. He still goes to a pediatrician in his thirties. But Chris does not have he 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 does not have a a sister. So okay, for those that are still with us, that creeped out Eric so much that he has disconnected from the feed. I repeat, we have lost Eric Woodworth, and it is just Christina and I now. <laughs> Chris does not have a sister. He'd just wear a mop on his head and would play Barbie racehorse. <laughs> I think I'm doing good. Yes, you are. Keep it up, sister. Thank you, brother Chris. You're welcome, Christina. Would you help me? And then he'd just take the controller and just pass it from one hand to the other oh, wow, you're doing so much better than I could. Thank you, sister. And then mom would come in and beat you relentlessly with a high heel shoe. Just beat you half to death with a high heel shoe. So, goddamn. Okay, Eric, we have, we have, Eric has logged back in. I'm back and um, I was
0: rolling the whole time and my internet completely went out and it just magically came back in as I was screaming at my children.
1: Yeah, good, good, good. They You didn't. You didn't need to hear the rest of that story, okay? Because <laughs> I want you, Eric, to continue Chris, with this program what the hell happened? for a long, I... long time. And yes, Chris, I look forward to meeting Christina one day, your very much real sister. That definitely isn't you in a wig. My, I am excited
2: my to meet favorite Christina. Part, my favorite part of that story was... Uh... The fact that you said, I still go to a pediatrician. I went to a pediatrician until I was 21. so <laughs> it still goes to a so. pediatrician. <laughs> well, it's time for you to
1: look at my girl parts. And you just flop this awful hog out onto the table. But you've drawn a vagina on the shaft and crayon. Oh.
2: Go ahead.
1: Look at it. See what's the matter. Um, Another genre I would love to see a remake of. Now, I'm not going to say game. I'm going to say genre is a light gun rebirth. Light gun games mm. helped sell the NES. You had Super Mario Brothers and you had Duck Hunt. And those things were so intrinsically tied together that they put them on one cartridge. If you own a Nintendo in 1986, 87, there is a good chance you owned Duck Hunt. And light gun games came and went throughout time. 16-bit really didn't lean into them very much. You had Lethal Enforcers. You had a Terminator 2 remake on, uh, or, or, or arcade conversion on the Super Nintendo and Genesis. The 32-bit era with Virtual Cop, House of the Dead, Time Crisis, Point Blank. Namco made some beautiful ones like Vampire Knight. The Dreamcast even had a couple of good ones like House of the Dead 2, Confidential Mission. The issue is, and Chris, you know this well, is that technology sort of made light gun games obsolete because you could not use what I believe was. Did you know how they worked, original light gun games? You couldn't use them on an LED, LCD plasma television. Really? You needed a tube TV hmm. because of the style of screen that it was. It was essentially you were bouncing light off of that CRT, that cathode ray tube, yeah. to where an LED could not reflect light back of the gun, and they stopped making light gun games. You had a couple of light gun games. They had House of the Dead. You had, uh, or I think you had some relaunches it's of... Time um, Crisis.
2: Time, time crisis.
1: crisis. You had some relaunches of Virtual Cop 1 and 2, but you had to use a yeah. controller. And a controller to play a light gun game doesn't... As the kids say, doesn't, doesn't hit the same. Doesn't taste the same. Doesn't slap the way the a, a classic light gun does. But they make this technology now. I think it's called the Sindon light gun. Mm-hmm. And it uses the edge of the screen. Those arcade one-ups I brought up earlier. I have two of their light gun games. Big Buck Hunter and the Terminator game. Mm-hmm. And they use Sindan technology. And what that is, is it puts a little tiny white bar all the way around the screen. You can see it on both of the screens out there. And the screen now knows where this little light coming from your gun is in relation to the edge of the screen. It knows it's where it is is floating in space. So you're not really mm. even bouncing light off of the screen itself. It shows where this dot is in space. I'm, I'm begging for a rebirth of light gun games. Could you imagine having a Grand Theft Auto were you that's it the robbery went bad the heist went shithouse you're barricading yourself inside the blow job
0: a, was shit
1: it was <laughs> terrible <laughs> <And> you're, <just laughs> someone
0: you're blowing you're their- blowing the genital warts off your virtual dick with your gun <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean i know you wanted to take over leisure suit larry but i don't think they're gonna go that far
1: oh my god shit yeah, I would kill to see a resurgence of light gun games. I thought they were awesome. I love them in VR. Yeah, give me There's a new a Area
0: Fifty One. That's what I shit want. Yes,
1: mm. give me a new Lethal Enforcers. Mm-hmm. Give me a new Virtua Cop. Time Crisis. I I feel like at the end of a day, you could come home and play some pretty gnarly games to blow some steam off. Like, have mm. you seen uh, was it Job Simulator VR?
2: Oh. Yeah. yeah
1: imagine yeah. you wanting to come home and do some stuff at work that would put you in a permanent uh, jail cell in solitary confinement. And if there was a game where you could maybe release that anger, uh, I think I think a resurgence of light gun games could and should happen.
0: Yeah, I love. First of all, you're talking my love language right now, which is a, uh, which is a good light gun game. I had uh, I had a couple at home versions. Like uh, I, I remember, I had I had Area Fifty One, I believe, for the Sega CD. I think is what I had it for. Um, yeah, I which think was, you
1: probably had. You probably had that on the PlayStation. I'm pretty sure. Maybe Area it was PlayStation. Was, I'm You're pretty right. sure it was PlayStation and Saturn got those in the 32-bit era. But I, I consider the 32-bit era to be the golden age of light guns.
0: But so. I always, I always loved a good light gun game, and I'd love playing through it because at the at home you had infinite uh, 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 quarters. You could just keep continuing through, yeah. and you could always beat a light gun game. But it was so satisfying if you got really good at it and just like could just nail it man.
1: Yeah, like if you played Point Blank on PlayStation which was I Namco. Love, the same people that did Time Crisis Vampire That's Night, one of the ones I look collection. for.
0: I look for Dude. I look for a Namco Point Blank game to pick up like a arc the arcade one. Yes, oh, God. I, I want, want that so, so bad. badly.
1: There's been rumors forever and you could even see that there is a Time Crisis uh arcade one up. That there apparently a mock up has been released late last year. Mm. It's not the best looking piece of something. And they couldn't put Time Crisis 2 on it because Time Crisis 2 was a two screen, two pedal, two gun yeah. arcade release. Mm-hmm. Even on the home systems, you had to have like a link up system or. You had to have a small, tiny split screen, and these arcade one-up screens are tiny to begin with. They're only seventeen. Or if they make it that you
0: buy two of them, you can link them to make one. (laughs) That would rule. That
1: would be tight. I was thinking instead of just having just Time Crisis on the thing, because that was the one big knock against Terminator Two, the arcade one-up release. It was literally just that game. Yeah. That if you did Time Crisis, give me point blank one, two, and three. As the supplemental games on that, mm. sell it as a Time Crisis unit, but then have all the point blank games on there, and I'm paying I'm paying a thousand dollars. Day one, immediately for that shit. Yeah, give me an online leaderboard, and you got my. I money. Do,
0: I mean, listen. If there, if I'm, I'm gonna be, the, I'm very, I'm gonna be really snobby here. Maybe high yeah, yeah. high and falutin. Yeah, I need the gun that has the action on it. I need it to have the little click. Oh, like where pull? it it has the the top part on the Namco guns has a little action yeah. that moves like the a gun real gun. gun yeah. Yuck, I need that action for it. Yeah, it's an I, important I love part. the
1: Sega Stunner. The Sega light stunner was great, but the Namco gun con, it was also, it also felt more accurate too, because remember the gun con was a cool piece of technology that I was so Mm -hmm. envious of. If you were a Sega owner, the Saturn light gun plugged into the system the same way you had a controller port, the Namco gun con, you had to pull the yellow RGB cable out of the back of your TV. The gun patched directly into that cable, mm-hmm. and then you plugged it back into the TV as well as plug into the system. So you knew that thing was just being fed directly through the video port. Yeah. So, point blank, I mean, you really were dead eye dick. You really were fucking the outlaw Josie Wales with that thing. And if you got good, you really were a. Dead accurate ass shot with that gun, that, and plus, like you said, the action of when you would feel it, it yeah. had, had some weight to it. The, I think it was eight to ten ounces. It felt nice. Yeah, the only
0: thing that it, it, you know what's really crazy, and I kind of, I kind of take it. I mean, to make a. A reference to music of what it was kind of like, you know, how like Dick Dale was like the fastest guitar player until Eddie Van Halen was born. So there was like this 30 year birth of like, okay, I mean, that's as fast as people play. And so I would take the same thing with the with the Namco gun a bit as far as accuracy, fun of use. There's, there isn't a better at-home gun than the fucking Nintendo Zapper. It is fucking yeah. almost perfect. It was accurate. You could learn how it worked. And it had a, just a, the sound. The click that that thing made is the say, most satisfying the thing.
1: It's so good. It felt like the, the trigger, it had this spring that sounded yeah. like you were clicking something heavy. That was mm-hmm. the problem with the 16-bit generations. The 16-bit generation guns were terrible. You had the Super Scope 6 for the Super Nintendo. Worst bazooka. Piece, piece of shit. shit. And you had Ugh. the Menacer for the Genesis. Piece of shit. Not great. They weighed mm. nothing. Mm-hmm. They felt flimsy. They felt inaccurate. The The Zapper was clean. It was straight. The barrel was narrow. Yeah. Where with the Super Scope and the Menacer, it was this, this big, goatsy barrel yeah. at the end of it. I mean, it had like this three-inch... Gaping Eric freshly back from the front in Afghanistan looking scumhole that it didn't feel like you can't be accurate with this thing, okay? It looks like a bunch of the Taliban would pass an Eric around after getting some of that fresh farm-to-table heroin that they've been growing. Each one of them ride the dragon, said, let's go ahead and gate this sweet boy and really turn that thing into a huge Talibanic just sponge sponge cavern it was about sponge yay big <laughs> it was about yay big yeah just like a cum squid you like could fit all, like, of huh. um. all of your
0: dead snakes in it
1: snakes.
2: welcome to the barbie riding club ready to start your adventures there's so much to explore the secret valley is filled with wonderful stories Especially a legend about a mysterious wild horse. Don't do it! No! Stay on the horse!
0: I have one last story to share before we roll out Wait. here. Because, listen, this is game-oriented, and it's with a friend of the show, um, and a former, in a DLP agendite. Um, he, uh, Tommy Simbonzo, came to my house on Saturday night, okay? And um, uh, we, did a, we did a little bit of work, and then we did a little bit of play. And, um... Let's just say um, I may or may not, and by may, I mean definitely did a bunch of DMT. Now, I say this because we were playing the game Armored Warriors uh, oh, on my, which was, by the way, if you've never played, for folks listening at home, if you are. Keen on the uh, on the computer, you can find yourself an emulator of this game. It is one of the best beat em ups you can ever play. Uh, you play. I think m- you
1: have it on your Neo Geo. I do. MVSX. Yes. V.S.X. Yeah. Yeah. I, it is a Capcom 32 bit 2D fighting game, or is it the brawler? It's a
0: brawler. It's a straight up
1: but brawler. You fight- battle bots use the characters from Armored Warrior or Cyberbots. 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 Cyberbots used the armored warrior characters, the actual sprites, and made a one-on-one fighting game. Yeah, and it was pretty great. But armored warriors, it, the size of the characters are immaculate. So,
0: apart from being in the actual game while I was playing this, it is a really good game. Um, we, that just just some highlights. We played all the way through it. It, it makes weapons fun. You beat up other mechs. They drop things. You add those arms, like a drill arm, to your arm, and now you have a drill attack. You can pick up their uh, uh, like spider legs or their tank treads, and they like now you can fly or you can jump and have a fucking tread of death. It's really yeah. fun. I played through the whole thing. Again, sky high on this, and uh, I... I found that there was a little bit of a uh, side effect. Uh, we won the game. I lived in a comic book for 30 minutes. Had a great night. Tommy and spent the night, and nice. I wake up the next day and I go to Monday. I get to Tuesday. I haven't shit yet. There hasn't been a there hasn't been a turd that has left my body, and that's concerning because I'm a man of free. I listen. I'm a one poop a day guaranteed. Two is a regular. Okay. Yeah. I'm waking up on Tuesday night, and I'm like, I can feel it. There there needs to be stuff out of me, and it's not, and I'm pounding coffees and hoping for the best at this point because I think we need to go. We're at the point where we need to go to doctor, okay? But I wake up Wednesday morning. Sure as shit. I go to take this poop, and if it didn't smell like straight-up DMT... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it smelled like pure death within my within the. I, I've never. I wish it smelled like shit. It would have been better than what came out of me.
1: Chris, are you familiar at all with your travels through life with the smell of DMT?
2: I did have uh, uh, a sense of smell the last time I was around DMT. So yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: For those that aren't familiar <sighs> with it. I need you to find, dear Dork Dynasty DLP Agenda listener, I need you to find the most elderly living relative you have. I need you to crack their mouth open, really pull that bitch open like like a clamshell. Root around in there and find the worst tooth they have. Find the worst tooth. The one that's in the back, there's all kinds of like ham from... Thanksgivings ago, still in there, and I need you to wiggle that tooth out. You probably you're not going to have a lot of problem getting that thing out of there. No, it's it's loose. That tooth out, and then once you got that tooth, smoke it. Yeah, smoke the tooth, tooth, and that's exactly what the smell of that, and that's what it smells like. It smells like you're smoking the most gangrenous. Rotten Last of Us fucking tooth. It's unbelievable. It's
0: unbelievable. And I had a whole shit that smelled like.
1: It. You, I mean, it, actual turd. Yes, is lavender. Yes, compared to I wished, that hot coiler. I wished I had a. I wished I was like, why can't it just smell like my shit? <laughs> Oh my God! Is that how DMT is made? I Are we th- smoking <laughs> other DMT shit? I don't know. I tried.
0: It didn't work that good.
1: D- um. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Dork Dynasty, a part of the DLP agenda. If you've enjoyed it, there's another one coming less than a month from now, but you're gonna have to pay for it. patreoncom slash show For now, the link is in my bio at Justin98Rock on Instagram. We do these as often as we can. We try and do one. We might do two. But please, continue to support the DLP Agenda. Continue to support everything that Rob and Joe, myself, does. DieLaughingProductions.com And, hell, while we're here, fuck it. We already announced it. Uh, Eric, myself, and Rob Mayer from the DLP Agenda. I think some plans to be made soon. We are going to be putting together Laughs Count Anywhere, the comedy wrestling podcast. Again, behind the same very affordable Patreon paywall, five bucks a month gets you everything more of these dork dynasties, more Rob and Joe show now DLP agendas, and laughs count anywheres four free ones a month, four paid for ones a month. Five bucks is all it costs. Feel free to give yeah, ten. That's five that's,
0: that's five bucks for basically four extra hours of content a week. Uh, that's Pretty a that's strong much. if you do
1: the breakdown. Strong five bucks divided by eight you're paying 62 cents per episode so please get your bussy out there get it on and uh chris tell christina we said hello
0: hi christina
1: okay brother see you in the bathtub (laughs) come wash my bussy
2: I hate you guys
0: come see <laughs> Bussy live <laughs> In my house of pain all I got is some video games to say sane hanging with my middle-aged friends gonna not see the light again and our wives and our girlfriends hate when all we do is game your dynasty